Contained herein are the heresies of Radolf Burntwine, erstwhile monk-turned-traveling medical investigator. Join me as I uncover the blasphemous truth of a plague-ridden world, that ours is not a loving God, and we are not its favored children. The Heresies of Radolf Burntwine, coming January 2nd, wherever podcasts are available. Hello and welcome to the IGN UK podcast. My name is Gareth Murphy and this week we're dedicating the entire podcast to a big boy. Me. Donkey Kong Tropical Freeze. <laughs> it's coming back. Funky it's back Kong. on Switch. <laughs> um, no, Red Dead. Well, I've got two strapping young gentlemen here who have You're seen, obsessed. actually seen something more than what, like everyone else in the world? Yeah, I'm not going like, to load it over people. No, but that is like a cool thing. I was going to say howdy, yeah. but I thought, no, Daniel, you're not Don't a prick. Oh, I yeah. was going to do that. No. <laughs> those are the voices of Daniel Cooper oh. and Alex Simmons. All right. and howdy, partner. Two extremely lucky little boys um, who got to <laughs> go to... from big strapping men to little boys. Mate, you've got, got to keep <laughs> up. Story of my life. got to keep up. You guys went and saw Red Dead Redemption 2. We did, yeah. We went to Rockstar North in Edinburgh, um, where they've made a like, lot of um, Rockstar's biggest games like GTA and stuff. Yeah, but also... First people to ever go inside uh, Rockstar North Studio. Well, not people, because obviously people were <laughs> <laughs> journalists. That's some fucking straight up Willy Wonka shit. Yeah, it did feel like that. Yeah. Also, the security was fairly high, wasn't it? Was yeah. it? Although, I, I was really surprised. Big sign on the front saying Rockstar North. I yeah. thought it would be quite I thought it would be, yeah. I suppose you, like, you can't see through the windows and stuff. We went to a game studio the other day, and yeah. they've just moved into this new building. And effectively, it's a greenhouse. It's fucking mental. It's really hard if you're working on a top-secret project. Yeah. You can just look right in through the windows. Which they are as well. There's a, like, on the third floor, they were like, oh, yeah, um, you can't, don't look at anything in there. Mate, it, the fucking wall is made out of glass. <laughs> <laughs> and so every time we walked past, I was like, I had to look in. And when Krupa came up on the second day, I was like, I totally know what they're working on, by the way. Uh, I'll let you know. <laughs> oh. um, well, I think I do. I Okay. a bunch of stuff so yeah uh, because the wall is made of glass like yeah, that's not yeah. on me they didn't think that through did they? yeah um, <laughs> it was a bit willy wonkerish um yeah because the only rockstar studio it's not a studio it's an office isn't it that i've been to like they don't actually make anything they do downstairs well oh, okay, in cool. london they do have a small development team that i think right. they worked on max Payne 3 multiplayer yeah and i fucking love that and well actually we might as well bring this point up now instead yeah. of getting onto it later like Rockstar used to have all these studios that would yeah. be associated with projects. You know, The Last Red Dead was um, a Rockstar San Diego production. I yeah. think, I'm not entirely sure, I think Max Payne 3 was Vancouver. Mm. It, Warriors was Toronto. Rockstar North has been long associated with GTA. And with this game, like over the last 10 years, they wanted to get to this point where all these studios around the world aren't like working on individual projects. They're all kind of feeding into the same project. Yeah. So effectively, you have all these teams just working as one big team constantly That's on this amazing. one project. So, like, when you try to wrap your head around that for, like, the last eight years, yeah. they've all in some way continually been working yeah. on this game. That's a massive like, thing. The scale of it is insane. Yeah. Like, the fact that, you know, we struggle to get the seven of us to talk to each other and we sit opposite desks, but they've got so many people yeah. working in the same direction, yeah, it was pretty pulling cool. in it was really cool, like, the same vision. Well, you've yeah. got all these guys who would have been, for an example, like art directors in their respective studios. Yeah. And then on this project, they're all pulled in together and like work together on this bigger yeah. vision instead of like being the lead. So I guess 
I bet uh, you get like lots of competing opinions and stuff. But that's really yeah. good because when you all get behind this one vision, yeah. that's really powerful to have that. Although shit, if you're the only one who's not up for it, and you're just kind of like kicking your heels in the background, going, oh, if you're the what, if you're the worst this. at drawing, yeah. <laughs> well, I think like, like one of the things they were talking about, like obviously you know they've got a lot of ideas. People that like, we want to do this, something that people have never seen before. Yeah. And then you've got the poor guy that's got to figure out how to actually get it on that tiny little Blu-ray, and he's like, yeah. it's always me. Always comes down to me and how to figure. Out to squeeze it onto a disc, <laughs> which that is the reality of games, isn't it? That's wicked. Um, um, but it was amazing. Like we walked all the way around the floors and saw loads of different stuff. Yeah, um, like through all the different departments. Yeah, um, were they like quite cagey? Looks like about screens no. and stuff. Yeah, I've been, no. I've been oh like, God. been lucky enough to do this job for like seven years now, and been on a bunch of like studio tours, as yeah. you probably have both have, like probably more than me, and. Usually when you go there, you're like ushered to a little room on the side and you yeah. sit in there all day. And yeah. if you're lucky, you get to look around a section of the studio. Yeah, yeah. And usually what's on people's screens is highly controlled. It's not what they're actually w- working on. Yeah. Because, you know, Rockstar usually don't release that much stuff. They don't like do like dev diaries around the office like oh, some fuck, people yeah. do, which are boring. Yeah. Um, so it's good that they don't do them. Um, I was really surprised they just went... The guy called Rob Nelson, who's like the co-studio head of Rockstar North, just literally walks us around every level, all the way around, like in a full loop. And we're walking past people, just so loads of stuff on screens, lots of different parts of the game that weren't in the demo we went to see. But just like people were just working on their stuff. It wasn't like controlled, like let's turn it all off, which was amazing, which I never actually expected. Yeah, because fucking remember when we went to see Resi 7? And this is mental. They'd actually marked out on the floor with masking tape where we were allowed to walk. And it was literally like, I took (laughs) the camera in. So we thought, oh, I'll get some B-roll and stuff for the interviews. And I walked in, they were like, okay, you can walk down back and around it was yeah. like going you to couldn't actually go elvis's house <laughs> yeah. like, don't touch anything yeah. i feel like it was kind of like a display like yeah epcot yeah like they weren't actually real people yeah. and if you went in half of them would just be animatronic yeah. singing singing it's a yeah. small world yeah. after all <laughs> we got to like walk around basically up to the printer and back and i was filming and then uh about uh, maybe I would say like three <laughs> hours later they came in because I feel I filmed it and I thought this is fucking never going anywhere. Yeah. Um, so I filmed it anyway, and uh, then about three hours later somewhere, oh yeah, can you not use any of that? Because uh, there was one guy wearing a t-shirt that just said "Kill me now." On it. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, uh, yeah, can you not use that? Because uh, it's, it's always good when you do this job, but when you're doing something, you go, "Never going to use this." Yeah, yeah. never going to use it. <laughs> anyway. Um, <laughs> But you weren't allowed to film it. That's like because it, it, it does feel like quite a privileged thing to walk around and stuff like that. And, yeah, it does, exactly. and in my head, they would be like, right, completely controlled, and it wouldn't let you look us up. But it looks like you've got to. It see was amazing. It was really Patrick cool to see that. that. I've already seen everything. Uh, um, see that team at work. But then at the end, it culminated, and um, we sat down and we saw a forty-five minute hands-off Shit. demo, where it was just like the new character going about his day, and yeah. we got to see lots of like a, a like a ta- of- a day in the life of this new character, yeah. and through that, trying like. Um, give examples and illustrate a lot of the new things and systems yeah. in the game. Um, so we've done a massive bunch of features and stuff like that. So if you go on iGen.com, it's pretty much Red Dead has taken over it. So you can do that. But we're going to talk about some of the like funnier stuff that you guys. Well, not funny, yeah. just some of the best stuff that you guys saw. Little details. Um, because like that's a little thing. Like when I was trying, we were obviously trying to get all the information out of you guys. Like just getting all these little tiny bits and yeah. awesome little things. It's just so. like quite. Um, to see a game of that complexity running 45 minutes, yeah. I was just like writing down, I was like doing bullet points in yeah. a Word doc and just writing down everything kind of separate line. Yeah. At the end, I was just like, this is too much information to yeah. like process. So it took a while to like 
get our heads around everything. Yeah, but, just, but like the things that we immediately talked about is like little details. Yeah. And yeah. sometimes in our gym, after like big open world games come out, we do those features, which is like a hundred amazing little details in GTA. Yeah. Then we did one for Breath of the Wild. Yeah. Oh, the Breath of the Wild was like this you can do yeah. probably do, you could do a hundred on this forty-five minute demo that we saw. Jesus. Like one little thing, the bit that we talked about was. Um, there's a bit where you're on your horse and it's going down um, a cliffside. It's not like super steep, but it's an incline. And it's one of its hooves kicks some rocks. Yeah. And this rock then slides and it hits another rock. And by the time you get to the bottom, there's like this little cascade of rocks. Mm. Yeah. There's like little weird incidental detail, but suddenly just... Looking you know, at rocks. But that's the thing, though. Like, rocks, it's, it really stuck yeah. with me. And also the way that the horse is, because it's obviously like a loose surface, the way the horse sort of goes down very gingerly. Yeah. It, it all feels like the whole world is connected. Oh, the, ho- the horse is incredible. Yeah, the horse is amazing. Like, it, they demonstrate the horse. It's like, it's not just a vehicle. Yeah. Like, they've had a team of like three or four, pe- like two or three people working on just the horse for years and years and years. Yeah. Studying horses, the way they move, the complexity. Oh, my God. And it's not like getting on a in a car and it's just you drive it from point A to B. Yeah. It really tries to like, when you're on it, you can control that in a very specific and nimble way. So if it's like in a canter or move in a specific way, if it's trotting, if it's galloping, yeah. you can sidestep. Yeah. It's almost like, it's going to sound stupid, like not like a mech, yeah. but you have a degree of no, control when you're on that, yeah. the horse that isn't just like yeah. you you kick in and it goes forward quickly. Yeah. Yeah. Like you can really, like a proper skilled cowboy. Um, like even like when it was going, the thing that I noticed when it goes up hills, it starts like grunting and like, you know, <clears> struggling <throat> to do like tough things. Yeah. Uh, and then obviously if it gets spooked, like there was a bear attack, it gets spooked you know there's a chance that you'll be kicked off if you haven't got a strong enough bond with your horse oh my god yeah so that's um, the, like, so the it big, feels like you know, yeah it's your, that's it's a, your proper buddy that's a huge thing they talked about is like um bonding with this horse and you, by doing stuff together like yeah go out in the wilderness that you survive a bear attack yeah brings you closer to your horse the horse trusts you more yeah. so when then you go rob a bank or in a firefight your horse won't get spooked it won't run away yeah and like, I remember when we were interviewing the, this guy called Rob, who was really cool, and we were saying, you know, I know a lot of people who found it very traumatic in the last game when your horse died. Yeah. And even then, there was less invested in that horse because your horse could die, but you could get a new one. Yeah. And it's fine. Like, it's sad, but there's no sense of, like, a deeper connection beyond just the time you spent with it. Yeah. Whereas in this game, you have this deeper mechanical connection where the horse is getting better and better. You've gone on adventures. There's a bond there. And I said, like, surely you're not going to make people start from scratch, even if you're late game with this horse, if it dies. He's like, yeah. So if, and then he, st- like, he had this moment where he just, like, thought about something. And then he went and told this little anecdote yeah. about um, oh, this is how, how his, like, horse um, got injured. And he thought he had some tools to, like, help it. Like, yeah. I guess, like, medical supplies, surgical tools. Yeah. And he didn't have them in Arthur's satchel. So he starts hooning it back to the local town to buy this medical supplies. Oh my god! But hurriedly buys them. Yeah. Goes to run back to the horse. Yeah. And by the time he gets there, the horse has bled out and oh. died in the wilderness. Died on alone. Its own. On yeah. its own is the thing that I think like because the last thing down, he saw is his I'm, fucking I'm owner going, hooning it towards the thing. I'm going, like, oh, buddy. I'm, I'm going right. to do it for you, buddy. And then time he comes back, he's just bled out in the wilderness. <laughs> Oh. And then he was saying at the time, this was like a couple of years ago, um, so it's an earlier build of the game and not everything was finished. And there's a bug, so he whistled and the horse just came back to yeah. life. It just kind of like marched down the horizon right. to him. And he's just like, 
that's fucking rubbish. Yeah, you know, yeah, I'm paraphrasing. Yeah. That's rubbish because I literally just had a game-defining moment that yeah. I'd probably talk about for like years to come. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And if the horse could come back magically, means nothing. Yeah. So that's a thing in the game, which I think is really cool. And it's like this like balancing between what's fun, yeah. what's realistic, and what means something. Yeah, yeah. Because that's the thing, isn't it? Like you could make something that is super realistic, but... The ball like yeah and because that's the thing that sounds it sounds good but it also it sounds like something you need to know from the beginning because otherwise if you if you don't that's going to hurt you yeah quite I early think, on yeah. and then you kind of learn from it um but yeah it's, it sounds like it's, it does sound like a bit of a stress yeah. as well because i don't want my horse to die i think the phrase that you used in your piece was like you know for something to mean something it has to cost something yeah, yeah. not just in obviously yeah. money yeah but like you know you've got a you've built you spent that time building up the relationship with it. Yeah. Obviously, not just the horse. And I think that will probably carry over with the gang members. The whole point is they've yeah. tried to make these people feel as real as possible because they're existing whether you're there or not. Yeah. And so I'm sure you'll have a lot of those moments. Yeah. We didn't see any of that in the game, but yeah. like, I'm sure there'll be moments where, you know, the buddy that you've spent God knows how many hours doing jobs with gets a bullet yeah. in the face. Or it's not yeah. all those gang members are probably going to make it out. No. And I think that was the kind of... We spoke to like we spoke to this dude Rob all day and like a bunch of other people, but like one of the big recurring things was like I think a lot of the things they're trying to do in Red Dead they've always tried to do. Yeah. These were always like the goals and the ambitions, but you know tech is a limitation when it comes to video games. Yeah, because I tweeted out um, the piece that I put on IGN today is about all about how Rockstar is making its open world better. Yeah, and this dude replied to me on Twitter going, "Oh, they're already perfect," and I was like. <laughs> I was like, they don't need to. And I was like... Cheers, mate. Thanks for stopping by. But um, like, it was like, exactly. I was like going, oh, we should spend eight years working on that. And it's like, that's the thing. Like, lads, you like, I don't think like, no one there would say that they're perfect. Yeah, it's like, because no. games and what you want to achieve is always limited by the tech. Yeah. And this is the first game they've made on these new consoles. Mm. Like, they port GTA V, but that was still essentially the same Absolutely, code yeah, yeah. as the PS3 and 360 version. So with this, with the new tech, they're allowed to, like, chase those ideas a little bit faster and one of them is like this 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 notion of like not everything in that world like in like another open world yeah. exists just for you so you know like don't want to like highlight it specifically but like just because i've been playing recently like you know like in far cry when you go to the town you yeah. go to the bar yeah everyone is just waiting for you yeah yeah. You're just literally stood where you laugh less left, left, yeah, left yeah. them and the guy in the shop he's not running a shop no. he's just yeah. there waiting for you to buy stuff yes yeah, yeah, always yeah. there whereas this they want to create this idea of everyone has their own life yeah and you just come in at that moment wherever they happen to be yeah and obviously that's the thing that exists in other games but i think yeah, they're trying yeah. to make it way more complex absolutely yeah, yeah. and I, like does, it, does that mean then when you get back you've missed out on stuff or and you've got to like catch up with everyone or i think that's the hardest thing to divine really because we were like oh because i think you're so pre-programmed that X person gives me side mission. Yeah. X person gives yeah. me main mission. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think they're trying to like break that grammar down to a yeah. degree where, yeah, that's not a core, core mission. Yeah. But if you do it with that person, you know that person better. Therefore, it might change what it means to in this yeah. moment. Yeah, yeah, And I think they're trying to think of it a bit more, I don't know what the right non-wanky word is to describe it, but they're trying to think of it in... I don't want to say organic, but I yeah, can't think yeah. of a better word than yeah. that. But like in a way that isn't as kind of prescribed. I know what you mean, yeah. I but think like the, the camp is a really good example of like the level of realism because like so you've got to go and get meat for Pierce and the cook. So he looks after yeah. everybody, makes sure they've got food in their stomachs. But obviously to cook, you need to have 
uh, wood for the fire. You need to have water for the pot. All these kind of things. Yeah. So people have all got those roles. So when we, when Arthur first starts walking through camp, you see a bloke cutting wood. I don't know who he is. Yeah. Uh, you see other people washing clothes because obviously people need to be clean. Yeah. So um, that will go on around you regardless. Yeah. It's self-sufficient. Exactly. Like if you if you can't be asked, it yeah. still works. Yes. That was the interesting thing that I think I got from you guys as well was if. If you say you haven't got time to do that or you don't want to do that, yeah. it's not like you get back and everyone starved and died. No, no, no. Because exactly. that's the thing, because it seemed like all these jobs to do, and because you play as Arthur, who's like in charge day to day. Yeah. Like it's Dutch's game, but he's like kind of second in charge. Yeah. yeah. They want, they look to you. And so I think the thing, the feeling is that there'll be a certain pressure on you as a player that you'll want to like role play and do these yeah. things. Yeah. If you don't, I think they'll adapt. So when you come back to camp, like maybe things will be a little bit harder. People might make snarky comments. Yeah. It's not going to stop the game. It no. won't make it Everyone's play out entirely different. But like, back. yeah. Yeah. Like they'll that, make comments. So <laughs> and, but if you want to, but it's not like a management sim. It's like, yeah. you're not going to be in menus yeah. going, oh, we need X wood. Yeah. Yeah. Like, like it's more like you can behave in a certain way and you'll get something from it if you choose to. Yeah. And if you don't, you'll have a different experience. That is cool. I also don't want to come back to the camp though and everyone's been out without me. And then I come back well, and everyone's the next morning, are you gonna, are you, everyone's really hung over. I'm like, what's going on here? They're like, oh, we went out, fucking mad Charlie came over. Well, they, they actually said <laughs> it, if, right. you, if you suffer from FOMO. Yeah. Like you go, what's that? Well, you got, because this is a weird thing where um, everyone in the camp- Where'd you get that changed? Oh, we just did a bank job. What the fuck? What? You didn't tell me. Oh, I You love, know I love bank I love jobs. Bank jobs. <laughs> That's what you think because, like, they'll all have conversations and they'll branch in a certain way. Yeah. If they know Arthur's there, like, because he's like their boss, yeah. like, those conversations will change. Oh, yeah. man. Like, walk, imagine just walking in on there and they're like, oh, huh? Huh? <laughs> like, we talk about, oh, what are we talking about? That's one thing, another thing that I really liked about it is that everybody has their own personality, not just within the game, but also the people that you meet. Like, yeah. a lot of people are very polite and they'll sort of, you know, say good day to you, sir, and all this kind of stuff. Yeah. But other people will be way more dismissive. Okay. Like, because obviously he's carrying a gun. He's not just, you know, he's not a shepherd doing his work. He's yeah. out looking You would treat stuff. that person in a certain way. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and so the kind of reaction you get. By doing nothing is yeah. immediately different from one player to the next. Okay. And yeah. then obviously it, it um, trails off exponentially depending on your actions from that. Yeah. Well, it was that, it was kind of like, um, you know that mad meme that goes around like periodically where it's like, oh, your custom character in uh, a yeah, cutscene yeah, yeah, yeah. and it just yeah, yeah. looks insane. Yeah. <laughs> like it's not doing that, but it's trying to somehow the game accommodates how you look and act, right. whereas most games don't. Yeah. So in, in the game, if you like dress up in a mad outfit, yeah. the NPCs will treat you exactly the same yeah. Yeah. as if you were in bog standard yeah. stuff. Yeah. And the thing with this, what they're trying to do is like, if you're walking along, um, gun holstered, on horse, look unthreatening, mm. the world will treat you in a certain way. Yeah, yeah. If you're like going through with a dead body on the back of your horse with your shotgun out, people, the world will respond yeah. differently. Yeah. And it's yeah. kind of that, two-way thing yeah that is like when you told me that like that was one of ages ago like back in the original fable that was one of my favorite things and i remember like trying having to explain to a housemate being like why because when you walk past people and in fable obviously it's a little more obvious a bit of a cartoon it's like you yeah. just have this red aura around you and then flies around yeah, you because yeah. you've been doing really naughty shit yeah. so then you walk through a you walk through a village and people would be like Ugh, and like scared of yeah. you and stuff like that which obviously is a really stripped back version but that's there, but where that starts and that's yeah. where technology limits it absolutely but that yeah. is that expression of that idea at that given point yeah 
Um, and also because like Arthur himself has got such a strong character, they've spent uh, years developing him. Yeah, and obviously he's following up, you know, one of the other beloveds in in John Marston. So yeah. players play him differently, and so that's the other thing. It's they've got to figure out like you know I'll play him differently from how you're playing differently, but it's still got to feel like. You're playing as Arthur Morgan rather than Daniel yeah. Cooper is Arthur Morgan. I am, I am Arthur Morgan. <laughs> you do look a little bit like him. Yeah, thank you. That's nice what you say. So you kind eyes. I do have. I do have kind <laughs> eyes. He had kind eyes. Like you know, he'd kick your ass, but he'd, he'd look nice eyes. while he was doing it. It's really what? sound like a dog that's been put down. So <laughs> <laughs> um, Arthur is the dude that you play as, yes. and that's who you saw everything from the point his point of yes. view. Yes. Okay, yeah, cool. yeah, he's yeah. the dude. So when we like yeah, the demo starts, he's getting up. He's, you can literally just pour yourself a cup of coffee, do your morning rounds, chat to everyone, see how everyone's doing. Jesus. It's cool. Uh, he's just slowly walking around camp with a yeah. coffee, having little sips while he's taking it all in. Yeah. But it's not like press X to sip coffee or anything like no. that. He's just no. doing it. Yeah. But, okay. but you yeah. can you press I think the you can do it, it manually. Right. Yeah. I think yeah. you can and you but you've got like a little satchel where you keep all like a lot of your gear in like that you're like coffee cup and stuff yeah. so you can always make a brew wherever you are which you'd, you'd bloody like I love that that's good um, yeah so he's like we said like he's like second in charge of the gang okay and um, we saw some of the other characters like if you like the last Red Dead game there's a character called Bill Williamson who mm-hmm. is a really bad dude in the last game and Marston has to hunt him down yeah and in this game he's kind of a quite pathetic like yeah. he likes crime he wants to rob a bank but He's a bit of a joke and he needs Arthur's help to do it. So you see, we didn't see Marston in the demo we saw. Yeah. We see him in the trailer now. And Did you know that was going to be in? Did you know that was coming? Yeah, obviously. What's that? The Marston stuff, yeah. No, not really. Oh, right, yeah. Yeah, yeah. like we know, like, um, like we suspected it because we yeah. know he's part of the Vandalin gang, but he yeah. wasn't in the demo when we saw it and he wasn't okay. mentioned in our interview. Oh, no, actually it was. We spoke to Rob and he said, you'll see, he said this thing about like, playing with perspective yeah so we see like this is all through arthur's story so you see john through arthur's eyes right so it's not because he talks about this not being a prequel yeah because when you say prequel i think it has a lot of bad definitions because especially star wars he's like you try to (laughs) reverse star wars is amazing but but you associate associate that term more with that series than anything else and it's like what I when I hear that word, what I think is like bad reverse engineering. Yes, it's yeah, like yeah, yeah. how did he get there? And then you go back and you have that moment when oh, that's when I realized this. And yeah, you try and like, like reverse engineer in, yeah. every character foible and trait. Whereas this is like the express it as like a companion piece. Mm. So it's a different character, but it is in the same continuity. Mm. So I always think about this. Like, what would I think about? It's like. You know, like Godfather 2, yeah. when you find out young Vito's story yeah, and yeah. it mirrors Michael's. Yeah. It's something more akin to that, I think, okay. where you'll learn watching this movie and um, playing this game will make that last game more interesting and richer. Right. But you don't need to know it for this to make sense. That's really cool. And I think that is cool. Yeah. Um, so John will be, I guess, a supporting character yep. in it. You'll do stuff with him. But I don't think he'll take like a center stage no. over some of these other characters I don't think so. old and new yeah yeah i think that's what people are expecting isn't it like for it to be like a, a basically like you're going to find out the john the john marston story basically but through yeah, somebody else's I eyes i think you'll get snatches of it because uh, i don't and, even think because john's story in red dead like he mentions a lot of these other characters anyway yeah. so his i think after this one it'll become less a story about a person but as a group of people yeah. that we've so far seen through two perspectives. Yeah. You know, like if they did another one, you could be like Dutch when he's younger or something. Yeah. I don't yeah. know. But well, like, it's cook. more, it's the story of these people 
And also, I think a big thing in this geographical and historical moment in time, when one the old world is transitioning yeah. rudely, like abruptly into this next world, yeah, it's that backdrop and these people against it. I yeah. think that's what Red Dead is to them now. What about like? Obviously, you've only seen 45 minutes. Uh, anything in that that you've seen that they've obviously just taken the best bits that people love from GTA V and stuff like and like some of the mechanics and some of the things that you mm, do and then, and then stuck that into Red Dead. Because I think like the one thing, oh, like when you guys said, oh, it culminated in like a bank job, it was like fucking heist. They're doing heist, but it's Red Dead. But yeah. isn't kind of not like that or it doesn't feel like that. But it's very different. Okay. Um, and obviously, like, uh, so this wasn't even a main robbery. It was kind of a small bank in the town of Valentine. Yeah. Uh, you go on the, the job with a guy called Lenny, um, yeah. Bill, and Karen. Um, but, like, it's, you know, that's a single part yeah. robbery. You go in, you blow the um, safes, you take the loot, you do a run, and obviously you fight with the law. Yeah. There is going to be bigger stuff in there. They hinted at it, but like I think I even asked the question, like, will there be multi-part yeah. like heists? And I can't remember what the exact answer was. It was something around obviously some it, some it, missions you will prep for naturally. Say, like yeah. it's like it's the same I the guess there'll the be leading missions. Like if you're going to pull a big job, there's certain things that happen. Like yeah. a big thing doesn't a big plan doesn't come out of nowhere. Yeah, yeah. exactly. For, to get from A to B, you need to do that journey. Whether that journey is preparing for a heist or robbery or yeah. whatever it might be. So if you're robbing a train, you're going to need all the different components yeah. before you go on that job. But we don't know specifics. Um, yeah. Think. Like a not like maybe a gameplay thing, but like a certain like like tone and pacing and the music. Like when yeah. you're running into this town, you know, like that had that great like um, score in GTA Five yeah. that would change dynamically based on yeah. where you're heading and like as you get close to the thing, it starts ramping up. Yeah, it definitely had that when they're riding into the town. Like atmosphere starts to like subtly change. So by the time you step off your horse. There's like this like musical cue start hitting in like these angry guitar strings. Like, yeah. And but you were like I, think it, I was just like when that happened, I was like, you know, not a very insightful, critical insight. I thought, that's fucking cool. Yeah. Because <laughs> he just walks up on these wooden steps and he's just like down. Yeah, he also yeah, knows yeah. that some shit is about to go. Yeah, down. and it's just like yeah. this very stylish way of executing that kind of mission. And I think the music in that new trailer is fucking incredible. Oh, that like the strings stunning, bit, yeah, yeah. ridiculous. Um, I think something in GTA Five like, that kind of weird, seamless thing where, you know, when you like go to like Michael's house and stuff, yeah, uh, and but you go in like stuff is already happening with his wife and kid, yeah, and like it's like trying to create this diorama of like oh he has a life and stuff, yeah. I think looking back at GTA Five, that was like the proto version of like stuff always happened in the camp yeah yeah yeah. um but what we saw was like it's even more fluid than that there's never like a cut okay like we went to the camp and then we went straight into the town went into the bank robbing the bank and it's all seamless whereas sometimes yeah. gta especially in heist like there's like these little cut scenes little yeah. cut moments that yeah. break the action whereas this is just one fluid movement yeah, yeah. yeah there's definitely like in those heists there's definitely a beginning and an end yeah to and, it, and like. like there's still that video game grammar of mm. Just in a very literal sense, you go to the bunker and you see the menu screen. Yeah. What do you yeah, want to yeah, do? Yeah. And I think it's trying to like strip that back and make it like yeah. just it just keeps going. That's I mean, a good point. Like we yeah. played it. Well, the demos played without the HUD on, so there was no mini map or out. any of the kind of stuff that you would imagine. Yeah. Which obviously it looked extremely cinematic. Yeah. Um, It'll probably have like um, 
a minimal HUD anyway, like yeah. the way that God of War does in a lot of modern games that yeah. they've really like stripped a lot of the stuff and stuff yeah. fades in and out. Yeah. Um, but like I think, um, like going back to like the bank job stuff, um, the bit that I thought was like really interesting. Um, oh fuck, it's gone. I totally forgot what I was talking about. <laughs> well, the best thing about the bank job was oh, when yes. we were escaping yes. and we were in a firefight, <laughs> somebody shot our hat off. And you just lose your hat. You just lose your hat. Somebody's Forever. got to cost something to mean something, Gav. <laughs> yeah. A hat or a horse. Because afterwards we were like, oh, it's the hat being Oh, you see in your head, you're like, ah, scripted. Yeah. And we were like, you just lost your hat. It's like, does that happen every time? You're like, no. Doesn't seen that happen before. And it's like, yeah. it can just happen. Like, it's not a, just a in your bullet, menu, you just. No, a bullet just caught it. And yeah. then, yeah, that hat will stay in that town, I guess, for a period of time. Yeah. But you can't go back if you just rob the bank. So you either just have to leave it. Yeah. Or buy a new hat. Or well, have you, no hat. Because if you went back into the town, people would be like, like fuck, it's the guy who just yeah, robbed yeah, us. Yeah. yeah. I, I know. know it. How do you, how'd you recognize him? Oh, and got a hat. Yeah. I'd love to know how long that hat stays there for. Like, I know. How long you could well, do fucking prestige stuff well, and just get like, hats everywhere. It's not a little question because like, a thing in the game is like things rot and decay. Yeah. And that's whether we're talking about like balancing realism and fun because, you know, you can hunt small stuff like rabbits and squirrels. Yeah. Put them in your bag. You can hunt big stuff like bears and deer, put them on the back of your horse. But they rot in different ways. And, right. and so small stuff like rabbits and squirrels that you put in your bag, they said, we're not going to make those rot. Yeah. There's a little convenience. If you put them in the bag, you're preserving them. Okay. Because otherwise, they were just going rotting all the time. That's and it that. became a pain yeah. in the arse. Yeah, that's and that. they were like, you don't need that. Yeah, it's realism, but it's not fun. It's now. not fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But they were like, if you put a big book on the back of your horse. Yeah. We don't want you to be roaming around with that for days on end because it yeah. looks silly. Yeah. So that does break down. It starts to de rot. Yeah. So they're also trying to create that incentive. Like, hey, you should do something with this. Yeah. Go sell it. Go cook it. Otherwise, it's just disgusting. But if you want, I guess you can just ride around with a big yeah. manky corpse on your horse. And people will come on that. Like, as people ride past, they're like, that's a good hunt there, sir. And I guess <gasps> also other people, if they're hungry, they might attack you. Yeah. But then... Yeah, so you could just like kill a load of stuff and like live like Ed Gein in the woods. Yeah. But like, do. Because I, I, this is an interesting thing that I've been playing God of War at the same time that my girlfriend's playing God of War. And we're playing it in very different ways where I'm do, trying to like. I didn't realize we we're playing in different ways, but she's fucking just hooned it down the like straight line through the story, which I think is similar to how you played it. Yeah, like, pretty much. I did some side stuff, but I was just like, I'm so into this story. Yeah, whereas I'm doing all these like, a little bits off on, on the side. Is it kind of is it with Red Dead? Is it kind of kind of like force you down like a story? Path, I don't think or? so. Yeah, like, like it's very hard. Yeah, to one yeah. what we've seen. I think one of the main things I said to us, um, Rob, dude, I said, obviously, some people are just you know, if you're planting that mat, yeah, that you you might want to do just go off for weeks. Be a cowboy, yeah. And I said, I yeah. said, what what happens if you don't want to do any of this camp stuff? You just want to fuck off, yeah. And he was like, well, you can, and he's like. We try to like accommodate that to a degree in the narrative. So when you come back after two weeks, people will be a bit like make comments and be like, yeah. With you know, where have you been? But it doesn't break the game because yeah, they know yeah. at some point people want to go back and do the story missions. Yeah. So they, I think when you're away, they set like a maximum time where in game time where it's like 
two weeks in the yeah. game time so when you return they treat you like you've been away for two weeks okay if you've like been away in game time for like a year they're not going to be like a year old or anything like that okay right it's yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. there's no way of factoring no, that in yeah but they try to accommodate as much as possible it's not like going back to like but an animal crossing no uh, village and everyone is like where the fuck have you but, been everyone is dead <laughs> yeah but that that stuff with the cam is not meant to be like onerous it's not like god you need to check on them every day it's not like they're a big tamagotchi yeah <laughs> not a Tamagotchi fine Just, no. yeah like my mum my took my Tamagotchi to work once and then yeah. she brought it home and it had four poos <laughs> it died of dysentery that's a lot of poos in one day yeah I know wow. she wasn't cleaning them yeah <laughs> I made a video before where because uh, I was obsessed with Animal Crossing Wild World and then just stopped playing it and then went back to it after like six months everyone. and it's just the saddest thing I and mean, we just walk around everyone just like there's just one person left from when I was there and they were just like where have you been everyone's moved away oh it's just oh the God. saddest place like it's been 24 yeah, years yeah it was like the whole entire village was just well the town was just disgusting and really sad um, you should never have children I know <laughs> <laughs> father's, father's been away for 24 years ah uh, yes you were saying if you shave you've got to wait for your beard to grow back so if you fuck it up like in real life that's why I don't shave my own beard like if you do a little bit too much you've got to wait for that to grow back right otherwise you're walking yeah. like a yes. twat yes yeah like, because I think you can basically do whatever you want with your knife or whatever. Okay. But yeah, if you screw up your haircut or your beard or... Give yeah. yourself a Hitler tash You, can, you can't just, like, just give yourself an afro or anything like that. <laughs> Within reason. Yes. <laughs> that's, that's realism encroaching on. <laughs> yeah. Have uh, you got any... You said people have been tweeting you out. Questions? Well, any uh, good ones? Uh, the, the recurring thing is, is there a first-person mode? Okay. No answer. Right. We don't know. Yeah. Um, obviously, they did it for GTA. Be nice to see it in this, but who yeah. knows? I, I wonder, did actually anybody play it in first person? I thought it was a really interesting thing in GTA. Maybe, maybe certain modes, I guess. Yeah, I, I like playing these games third person, especially yeah, if like, yeah. I'm playing a character. Yeah. I need to see them. I like yeah, them. yeah, yeah. But I think with the that's first person, it, I always felt like that was them just going, fucking, we can if we want. That's what yeah, I um, <laughs> did my head in a bit about um, last Far Cry that you could customize your appearance. Can't see it. Yeah, you only see it in like when <laughs> you die really and you're like ragdolling yeah. everywhere. Yeah, yeah, that's the thing. Like gloves, yes. As much mm. as I dislike the character in Far Cry Three, at least he is something. Like mm. at least he is a character. He is and present. Do you know what I mean? And was this? They do that yeah. weird thing where oh, it can be a man or a woman. Yeah, and they've made it so generic. Yeah, you can't know. Just generic cop. Well, actually, first think, day of the I job. Think yep. We did a. I think we did a video where even if you play as the female deputy. Most people refer to you as dude. Oh, Jesus really? Christ. Yeah. So I haven't even changed the dialogue. Well, I call people dude. I, 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 I know. But I, I think what I call. I, like, I, I think in my head it is kind of a gender... I use it yeah. sometimes in a gender neutral way. And same with like... Buddy. Guys. I say right, buddy guys. a lot. But I, I feel like it. it's not really it's very dynamic. As a police person, I feel like they shouldn't be calling... Come on, more respect than dude. Yeah. yeah. Anyway. Ma'am. Uh, the other Sarah, question. Would be someone asked me if... if uh, we know about swimming. Oh, big one. Well, I, we didn't see any rivers deep enough to swim, I don't think. No, he like, crosses a, like he a stream. A stream. Yeah. Um, He's got to be able to swim. You would have thought so. Maybe that's a plot point. He's like, he just can't swim. Maybe. Uh, Some people can't swim. No, I know that. <laughs> people aren't born yeah, able to no, swim. No. Do you know someone who can't swim who's an adult? Yeah. Who? My mum. Because you don't swim. Huh? Why? You were about to say something, and then you realised it no, was his No, I wasn't. <laughs> I was just, gonna, I was just interested that they can't oh, swim. Um, yeah, my mum can't swim. Uh, my mum can't swim. She either. can't ride a bike. She can't um, drive a car. What's we, happening? We live by the seaside, 
and neither of my parents could swim. Oh, She's lucky to be alive. <laughs> You're lucky to be alive. <laughs> well, one of my friends had to drag me out of the sea once. Yeah. Because so, yeah. your parents couldn't be asked. All right. Um, another, another Twitter question I'm seeing here. Is there any rutting in the game? Hardcore rutting. Animal rutting? Yeah. Is it? I don't know. Oh. <laughs> More interesting in animal rutting than... <laughs> what kind? Human copulation. You didn't uh, see like a brothel or anything like that? No. Come on, lads. <laughs> this, Give me <laughs> something. I said, if you've got any questions before I go to Edinburgh, <laughs> let me know by the Friday. Imagine if my first question would be like, brothels, what yeah. are we talking? <laughs> <laughs> um, there is um, this town, but also in this one, there's like a... They didn't say how big and stuff, but it's more yeah. of a city okay. in this one, like Ooh. like a little kind of nexus. So there definitely brothels there. You like, would I've come to accept, uh, expect quite a high level of brothel it's after watching Westworld. I think you say after being Prague. <laughs> after going Prague, yeah. Um, well, what's in the trailer? No, no brothels. There's um, like a vaudeville like... theatre. I yeah. like that bit where she's yeah. like doing fire breathing. It looks like there's like bare fist fighting. Like, obviously, this is not sating him. Yeah, it's not to the same level as a brothel, but hey. Did you see a man's ass? Yes or no? In the game, no. <laughs> in Edinburgh, in Edinburgh, <laughs> yes. In Scotland, you must be joking. Oh, I haven't been in Edinburgh for ages. It's lovely. It's mad when you just it's think. It's a really nice place. Why do they call it Rockstar North, not Rockstar Scotch, or something like that? Because that sounds like a drink. Yeah, I don't think they like being called the Scotch. No, they really don't. It's great. What do the Welsh not be like called? Is there a sheep shag or something like that? I don't know. But there's no I like. I was thinking if there's like another. I, I didn't want to I know do that. Mean, I was yeah, trying to yeah. avoid that. I haven't been called a sheep shag for ages, actually. Um, <laughs> Have you not? Well, uh, not that you know of. I've blocked all the people that said they're probably standing behind my back, but I'm blissfully unaware. So you, you've mute a lot of people on Twitter. <laughs> I've blocked so many people, man. Um, what else do I want to know? Uh, maybe it's like. Maybe it was because it was one of the earlier ones. Maybe. Yeah. I guess maybe probably North sounds better than I bet Rockstar leads a fuming at that. Yeah. You're Rockstar North. It's yeah. unbelievable. <laughs> I don't think so, mate. <laughs> what else, Al? Uh, there's just so what much to go saying? through. Like, I think th- the main takeaway for me was like, like normally when you watch a game demo, yeah. they're tailored to a point that they're so kind of explosive and yeah. you, know, you have that amazing finale. And this had that a bit in the, the robbery. Yeah. But that wasn't the important, but that wasn't the big takeaway for me. It was just this, I'm way more interested in just hanging out in that world and yeah. talking to people and just going about my business. I, I feel like that happens quite a lot with like Rockstar Games. So I remember yeah. like um, when you was like, CJ can get fat. you got to take him to the gym. Like, do you know what I mean? It's like these yeah, little yeah, things yeah. that people get obsessed with. You're like, this is wicked. Yeah. yeah. But like he also um, mentioned, Rob mentioned um, about how like in games, when, whenever you do that, like what the fuck moment, you try something. Yeah. You never expect it to work, but then it does. Yeah. And the, he just wants that, the world to be like that. So people go and try something, whatever it might be, and just go, fuck, I can do this. And yeah, show yeah, people, yeah. call people over. And the world is, is going to be so deep and sophisticated that it should be able to support a lot of that stuff and that's what I'm, I'm looking yeah. forward to experimenting with that I think that's always the best with any games like that when you like we've got, obviously we're quite lucky because all of us will be playing it and then you come in the next morning and be like I did this. guess what happened last night yeah. and we haven't really had a game like that for quite a while that's cool where you, like you make your own little stories in it yeah. I guess like Fortnite to a degree Zelda, Zelda yeah but even like, like when we play GTA Online we still get that every single time oh, something that? unexpected happens yeah. I know, I was just like, like, um, this is brilliant like on Joe's Twitter, like because we started, um, we started using. I know it's been out for ages, but we, I feel like we started using the share functionality way more on PS4 recently yeah. with Rainbow Six because yeah. we play lunch, and that's like 
again, we're like mad little exactly. things yeah, happen yeah, yeah, that are yeah. funny. And similarly, when we were playing online um, a couple of months ago, when Joe blew up your DeLorean yeah. in mid-flight, yeah. like it just cool these little moments emerge. Yeah, yeah. That, that's why. Like, if I've been playing Fortnite off powers, as we'd have like a little conversation in the morning, and be like, "This happened last night," because that's never going to happen again, and no yeah. one's ever going to see that. Yeah. Um, aren't Aren't they great? Yeah, <laughs> aren't they just bloody brilliant? I'm glad we got all this access to Red Dead Redemption to finally get people excited for it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I saw like I think it was like Zach Ryan in the uh, US was like probably gonna get this. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I feel like that's like, I yeah. I mean, people already made up their minds on this one. But I think yeah. that we've but, yeah, seen such super a small impressive. Like it, so it was set within this area of New Hanover. Yeah. Which is a tiny part of the map. It's gonna the, the finished game is gonna take in parts from the original game. So I never played the original, so I don't have that connection. Yeah. Uh, John Master means absolutely nothing to me. So I was, <gasps> when I saw the trailer, I was like, "Who's that?" Like, um, and so I'm gonna come at, uh, from a different angle from like you guys. Yeah, um, yeah. That's I think interesting. They, they know that. Like, yeah. as popular as that game is. There'll be a, a lot of people who've never played a Red Dead game, yeah. have yeah. no investment in it. Yeah. And that's probably why they've done some of the stuff they've done with the story yeah. as well, because it will it will make sense even if you didn't play the last one. Yeah. But like, so obviously I'm, you, there's that part to it. But also, you know, they've had, what, seven years of experience of online now? Yeah. I'm really interested to see what they do with Red Dead Online and yeah. how they do that. You know, you it's coming. anything about it. But, but they like, said nothing about it's got it. Have, yeah, it's yeah. got to have an online yeah. multiplayer. Well, it, it it mentions in the fact sheet. Uh, was it? And oh uh, gosh, what was the, there was a line. Hang on, talk amongst yourselves while I, I find the line. Um, oh, you're right. <laughs> yeah, are you in? <laughs> going pie at lunch? I would love a pie. What at is time now? Where we, where do we settle on going? Do you mean talk about Red Dead? Or we talk? You can talk about anything. Oh, the well, the pub downstairs. The pub downstairs. Oh, okay. Stop serving our favorite beer. Fucking joke. I was generally a little bit. I know you off with them. Well, I know it I wasn't their fault. Though. I know it's not their fault, but I want them to feedback to their boss. And they feedback to their boss. Like the this, man guy, this guy was shouting. The man upstairs is unhappy. Wait, we're the man upstairs. Yeah, we're the man we, upstairs. We work now. above this pub. Yeah, we work above a pub, which is yeah. uh, good for loads of reasons. Bad for all the reasons that you can expect. How you get on now? I found it. So sweet. <coughs> good fill. Good fill. They're going to create a brand new open world multiplayer experience. Hello. I don't know what that is, but yeah. <coughs> brand new. bearing in mind well, yeah brand new and it's going to yeah, be open yeah. world and an experience no, 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 I'm, 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 I, I wasn't taking a piss like, it's like brand new it's I wonder, hard I wonder what they're going to do <laughs> I wonder like <laughs> if they are actually going to do something well, hopefully complete. not Battle Royale then if it's brand new yeah that map's too big, big. No. Yeah, exactly yeah the Battle Royale also, island in Red Dead 2 yeah <laughs> but like I think, parachuting know. down from a little fucking uh, with a sack right with potato sack. <laughs> I think like judging by the time that we spent in the studio with the people that work there and the scale of the operation they're definitely the developer that's got the ambition to try something new yeah. and knock it out of the park mm. also, they, they have, also they have the time to do it as well yeah because they so, know it's going to be they don't release many games, but they're always like monsters. Like, yeah, yeah. what was that? Just a few weeks ago, GCA became the highest grossing entertainment product thing of, of yeah. anything. That's the yeah. thing. It's like, what do we call thing? Yeah, spend yeah. more money than any other thing. It's bigger than Lego. So it's like they have. They can then say, well, this will take. How long yeah. it needs to take? I'm sure they still have deadlines. But. Well, yes. But I think like, like yeah, what's their day to day? A lot of the comments are like, oh, you know, all aboard the hype train, all this kind of stuff. Fuck off. But the fact of the matter is, it's quite uh, unlike any other game that I've is, seen. Yeah. And it's not as if this company doesn't have a pedigree for doing this. They yeah. do it every single time. So, 
of course people are going to find problems with it oh, and that's just yeah. people in general yeah but from what I saw people. it looked incredible that's the thing I, I feel like you can be sniffy all you want but like about supporting indie titles which we do yeah but if you're into video games there's no there's no how can you not be into this it's yeah. like also I think sometimes there's this really false equivalence drone that like big games are heartless oh, or big, big games I don't have the same like degree of design it's like yeah. you're fucking insane yeah like Santa Monica and Rockstar hiring the best people yeah working for years on something that they're pouring every ounce of themselves into it's yeah. just it's mad isn't it yeah, yeah. I, I said it's a really weird mindset that yeah speaking of pouring your heart and soul into something lads <laughs> oh, I like to pour as much of myself you made me a cup of tea this morning <laughs> <laughs> as much as myself as possible like I ring myself out into a little thing I like to call Keyword Countdown Done it this week. I <laughs> so if you don't know what keyword countdown is, I and to be categorized their films by a bunch of crazy keywords. And what I've done is taken five films, ten keywords apiece. You guys have to guess what those films are and what the link is between them. Now, I guess sent is it westerns. Uh, I guess sent a lot of these. Um, and thank you very much for everyone who sends them in. But I'm taking the reins back uh, this week, and I've done one myself. All right, because I had the idea for the link. And it made me smile. <clears throat> Film number one. You better not be typing this. What are you on your laptop for? I'm making notes. I'm IMDb. typing into IMDb. IMDb. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> I think you typing in IMDb. I was like, that's kind of against the spirit of the game, I mate. I thought about that. That is genius. <laughs> Three word title. All right. Oh, I won't type anything. Bodybuilder. Kidnapping. Um, last action hero. Black comedy. Based on a true story. Junior. <laughs> Fargo. Jim. Ah, oh, pain and gain. Yes. Well done. What's pain and gain? It's this it's mad movie. Brilliant. <laughs> Uh, does that help, Alex? It's a film about Mark Wahlberg and the, and the Rock, who are bodybuilders, right. and they get involved in like a kidnapping sort of heist. It's kind of like Fargo East. It's based on a true story. It's based on a true story. It's a. Tell me, it's Michael Bay as well. Um, I'm pretty sure it's Michael Bay. Is it good? I love it. I think it's so weird um, and so strange, but it is very, very good. I, re I remember it passing the time. Yeah. Right. There's a couple of there's a couple <laughs> of questionable scenes in it now though. Okay. Um, but I'm not going to mention but well done Krupa. I don't remember that five points Krupa there the other ones 1990s ex-convict Miami sweat there you go I got that pain and get here we go film number two it's one of my favourite films 1970s teenage sexuality Tatis Driver good guess number one Tape recording. Conversation. Promiscuity. Family relationships. Kramer versus Kramer. 
older man, younger man relationship. Coming of age film. This next keyword is fucking mental. Uh, manic pixie dream girl. <laughs> and there's multiple films for this. Oh, this is really obvious. Tour bus. What? Oh, almost famous. Yeah. Hold on. I thought it was oh, a 1970s threw me, film. You threw me. You set in the 1970s. Exactly. That threw me, yeah. Right. Oh, you thought it was a thing. Yeah. Uh, 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 final clear, Rolling Stone mm-hmm. magazine. That's brilliant. Two points to Kruber. Have you seen it? I have seen it, oh, but I was thinking of a film made in the 1970s. Yeah, I was as well. Well, there's a couple Fuck more. Like, there's a couple more cues like that. It's probably going to confuse you guys to be a Can we go back to proper people doing this? Pain and Gain. <laughs> <laughs> we can't go. I'll talk about Pain and Gain. We do the Pain and Gain special podcast. Here we go. <clears throat> Title spoken by character. Music history. 2000s. And it's set and filmed and released in the 2000s, just so you know. The beach. Fired from the job. Uh, God. Band manager. Reference to Stevie Nicks. Oh. American Pie. Oh. Hangover. Stevie Nicks is the one. Cello. Preparatory school. Final clue. Teacher-student relationship. Oh, it's hard. Title spoken by character, music history, 2000s, fired from the job, band manager, reference to Stevie Nicks, hangover, chillo. School of Rock. Yes. Well done. Oh. Get one point. It was that chillo, Jack Black. I love that. It's, it's generally a really funny line in the film where he just, he's t- telling uh, a girl what a cello is. And yeah. he's like, you turn on one side, it's like a little guitar. Turn it up, cello. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Pain and gain and that. Oh, my God. School, you are painting a picture of yourself. School Rock is wicked. Um, uh, when I was at uni. Scarlett really likes I, it. I told, uh, I told Kruger about this, but when I was at uni, um, the local cinema there's only, there only one cinema, there's the arts cinema and then the actual cinema which had like the film, the good films come in. Yeah. And, uh, but because it was only a local cinema, obviously they have, there's mad rules for how you have a film. If you had the film there, it was, a lot of them were there for like two weeks. Right. So you'd end up going to see the same film all the time because the film is there for like two weeks, sometimes longer. I saw Van Helsing uh, like three times um, and I saw School of Rock a lot because I loved it. I like um, School of Rock. It's really good. Here we go. <clears throat> 1960s. X-Men. Set in, not made in. X-Men first class. Imperative in title. Now wicked. Let's go on. Stop or my mom will shoot. (laughs) (laughs) I wish it was. Based on autobiography. Paint it back. Very good. Very good. Waterline. Yes. Well done. (laughs) Oh. <laughs> you just go through all imperatives you're like yeah yeah oh, what about imperative films uh, eight points Cooper. well done Jesus. amphetamine drug addiction what happened to epilogue love that listen to radio <laughs> one man show 
title based on song, Folsom Prison. Well done. Uh, Al? Yeah. Cooper's running away with it. Currently I know, made. but I've never said I've been good at this. So. I know, it's fine. 16 points, four guesses. It's good. Here we go. <clears throat> Final film. Two-word title. The Rock. I almost had The Rock, genuinely. Uh, woman moaning from pleasure. Basic instinct. Oh, that's a good guess. Uh, attempted theft. Outside. Cassette tape. Oh, again. Oh. Mm-hmm. Jacket. Terminator 2. Good guess, not one. Fat man. Drunken. Home Alone 2. Drunken telephone call. Headphones. Breakup. Final clue, vinyl. Oh, high fidelity. Yep. Well done, Cooper. One point there. Let me know what the link is. Jack Black. No. Uh, Black. Rock and roll. Music films. The Rock. Rolling Stone. It's called The Rock. What's the link? Is it not rock and roll? They all feature prominent rock stars. Banana, cause what's this? <laughs> what's this podcast been about? Red Dead Redemption Two. Who's that made by? Little company called Rockstar. Rockstar. It's very good. Well, Gavin, what it is actually. It, <laughs> it, it was good. Well done. I almost had the Rock. I genuinely was going to go for the Rock, but you didn't. Yeah, you would have had ten points. Great. Can't you change it? No. Yay. Come on. That's good. Uh, that's it we've done it uh, have a look at all the Red Dead stuff that we put up I'm assuming that's going to be on the front page of our website for quite a while now yeah I can't um, changing it. it's cool we've got like all the decks designed uh, by our amazing art team uh, yeah. in the States Amanda and Eric who've done fucking magic shit on the front <laughs> where it's all like designed all the decks their own individual thing but then when they put them together it's one big piece of art well, we've done multiple ones as well yeah. it's changed this like, morning like Art Attack it's yeah. like a triptych, is that specific? Three. Three. Uh, yeah. Uh, quad tick? Quad tick. Quad trick. Yeah. We'll ask the boffins in the US what is what, what we meant to The eggheads in San Francisco. Just magic shit. Yeah, I've called it fucking magic shit. <laughs> what, what, what are you boys calling it? Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, have a look at our stuff. Let us know what you think about Red Dead Redemption 2, IGN underscore UK feedback at IGN.com. And we'll see you next week. See you later. Hey there, this is Justin Bartha. I made a funny new podcast, King of the Egg Cream. It has the greatest cast in the history of podcasts with actors like Louis Black. I'm torn by my feelings for two women. Bobby Cannavale. You can eat it, or if someone hits you, you can put it on your cut. Melanie Linsky. I wonder what these marvelous things are that look just like boiled chicken feet. Jason Ritter. I can break things and pick locks and kill people. Michael Stuhlbarg. The whole point is to inspire people that they should make themselves better. Ari Grainer. No, don't whet its appetite. What are you, an idiot? Me, Justin Bartha. 
That's not just any egg cream, that's a Lemke's special. And all narrated by the hilarious Richard Kind. This is the story of Harry Dalowitz and how he rose from nothing to become New York's King of the Egg Cream. So if you like funny true stories, come listen to King of the Egg Cream, available wherever you get your podcasts.